Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Jan Broders. Jan, you are found on the web at janbroders.com. You are an executive life coach and you work with executives. You have worked with some top executives. Uh, so Jan, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, and, and please do tell us about the great work that you do. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, official title, you know, like how do you call somebody who speaks with people and helps them uh, achieve fulfillment in their life? And I guess executive life coach sounds fancy enough for people to get interested. Um, essentially, like what I do, right? I connect with people who, who have achieved conventional success to a great degree and who may reach that point where they see the, the, the Maslow pyramid, right? We've probably all heard about it. Someone else studies shelter, food, everything's taken care of, but what's what's next, right? What's um, What do we do after we've had enough success in our business, have all the cars we want, maybe um, achieved all that, and there is something else. And that's really, that's the world I'm really, really interested in. That's now, sort and of you, like the area I play with. Yes, and you've worked with top executives at Hilton, Siemens, uh, BMW, HP. Uh, so a, a, a number of folks that are doing well professionally. But Jan, what do they come to you for? What is the problem that you help solve? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Nobody would ever probably come with the idea of, oh, you know, I'm on level four in the Maslow pyramid, right? I noticed myself being there and <laughs> like we don't function that way. But usually that that state of being where, where I'm good at helping um, shows up in crisis, in some sort of crisis usually hits, right? That's when we start reflecting our lives. And oftentimes it may be in a relationship, maybe physical, but that's often the case. Or um, mental, like mental health, sort of, okay, I feel burned out. I feel more stressed than usual. I notice myself being um, impatient with my kids. I really would love to hang out with them on the playground, but I just cannot keep the phone in the pocket. You know, it's those types of moments. And I feel anybody who has sort of achieved a great degree of success, they know those moments probably where the success sort of um, rules you to some degree. You're no longer in charge, but sort of the success and all those duties sort of dictate your day. And this is the people. So that's what they notice. And that's when, when we start connecting. Yeah. yeah. Physical, right. actually, if I may, may add to that physical crisis, I think it, it's a big one. You know, like it just, and I have my own history of that, my own burnout experience where yeah. um, I, I collapsed in the middle of the hotel. Um, you know, people thought, oh, hey, he's, gonna ha he's having a heart attack at the age of 30, but no doctor could find, find anything. They're all doing checks. Oh my God, you're in a great shape. You, you should be doing well, but wh why, are you, why are you not doing well? And that's, I think that's the time when we, when we are supposed to ask ourselves some bigger questions. Do you think that um, high achievers, right? Folks that have, you know, reached, um, you know, upper levels or, you know, either business ownership or business leadership. Um, obviously, you know, we get there because we have pretty high standards for ourselves, but I wonder how often those standards, which standards do you, because we can have different standards. Some are very helpful. 
some might not be helpful in terms of standards or expectations. In other words, you know, um, is some of the disappointment that we carry from unrealistic expectations when truly we should be allowing ourselves to make mistakes? What What is your observation around that kind of dynamic? Yeah, that's an interesting one with the expectation. But what I notice, I think a really common one with high achievers, I know this for myself, um, considering myself a high achiever, I have, have achieved um, success in the corporate ladder, dropped out. In that sense, I was very unsuccessful because burning out is not a not a successful event, right? It's like, okay, something wasn't working well um, at that time. So, but I thought I had I had figured everything out, have the conventional success. And I feel this is what many of the listeners probably experience as well. I think the biggest problem really is of um, people, the moment the biggest strength is turning against against them. So we all have like some some gift. We're really good at something. And this something, whatever this may be, um, some degree of perfectionism, like being really, really um, um, detailed oriented or really good work ethic um, or being really good with people, being able to please them in some way. Uh, that works for a long, long time. We achieve some degree of success. And then the moment comes where it turns against us, where the perfectionism, it's no longer we work very detail oriented, yeah. but we freak out about any mistake. It's no longer hey, I'm a really hard worker, but you're no longer able to stop working. And that's no longer strength. Now, now at this level of success, it's becoming a weakness and it's hindering you and it's eating you up. Um, same with, oh, I'm really good with people. You know, I'm a great salesperson. I really can read their mind. I know what they want, blah, blah. Um, but you're not able to stand your ground. You're not able to have healthy boundaries. You're always catering to other people's needs. Oh, this strength is turning against you. And I notice this a lot with pretty much every person that I work with. Not pretty much, but we can cross that one out. Every person I work with, there is something that is really helping them achieve business success. At some point in their life, it's become a weakness and it's no longer a strength in that sense. Yeah. So someone that's listening to us right now and they're like, yeah, you know, um, I, I do find myself getting burnt out. Like I'm just exhausted um, by the end of the day. And um, I'd, I'd like to not be, as, so we'll talk about it, not generally, but maybe um, better self-care or self-management through the course of a work day. What are some things that you would recommend that maybe go beyond a little, you know, go beyond common sense, um, yeah. you know, that, that, think- when, that you recommend for your clients? Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's that's really sort of the, the conversation where most people turn the wrong way in a way. So it really becomes about self care, and it comes about oh, I just need to take a one hour lunch break and go running, and or I just need to eat healthier, or like those habits, like lifestyle habits. And of course, it doesn't help to eat salad instead of a, I don't know donut, right? Probably I would encourage you <laughs> have a salad, don't eat the donut. Um, that's fine, but. Um, that, that won't fix it, right? Many people even experience a larger degree of stress once you take the work hours out of the day. They're like, oh my God, Jan, what are you doing? You want me to take a one hour lunch break? Like no eating at the desk anymore? Um, how am I going to finish my work? Or you want me to go on date nights now? Are you crazy? Um, it's going to add stress to my life. Please stop giving me those extra chores, so to say, or those extra assignments. Um, and in my experience, it, it's, we have to address a deeper level. Okay, what belief, what view of the world, what mindset, however you want to call it, is causing you to think that um, you're not allowed to take breaks or you have to work 14 hours a day or um, that it's not okay to switch off work after eight, right? I think this is really interesting to work on that level because the habit change, yeah, again, 
do it probably won't 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 hurt unless you feel more stressed <laughs> than before, right? Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the interesting thing is when we do some self reflection, and and one thing everybody can do, right? It's something really practical. Uh, I play with my clients. It's sort of like a game, um, like a detective game. Okay, observe yourself. Keep lock logbook maybe even if if you are if you're that type of person who loves to do it on your phone or physically, um, and okay, notice those moments when you feel stressed or when you feel anxious. And I'm surprised how yeah. anxious some really, really successful people feel. Um, I used to think, oh my God, once you've reached a certain degree, like, I don't know, you're a CEO of a company. <laughs> it's 100% it's like, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. You, no, it, it, yes, once you, once you hit that next level, oh yeah, I promise you complete peaceful Zen for the rest yeah. of your life. You'll never have stress again. <laughs> Yeah, and, but and you're right I because thought, I remember right? thinking that if I could yeah. just solve all my money problems, then you know, yeah, <laughs> everything exactly. will take care of itself. Yeah, and then you worry about oh my god, I mean, then the the houses get bigger or the cars get more expensive, and then switching the brake is no longer like I don't know whatever I don't know you know what what that costs five hundred euros, but it's ten thousand on a Ferrari or something, right? It's it becomes it's just a different scale, but it's sort of similar similar issues in life. Um, so, but again, back to the logbook thing. Okay, notice whatever you're experiencing is it anxiety is it a back pain like you your body is showing you in one way or another we all have our very own stress symptoms right that's another thing to watch out for what are your very personal signs of stress yours may be different than mine right you may get headaches you may get a back pain uh, your tummy might feel funny uh, your eyes might start twitching uh, you might have sleepless nights and by the way i'm listing all of my stress, stress symptoms <laughs> that i used to have like <laughs> it's in a complete list. Um, so it will show up differently in each one of our lives. Uh, notice, when are they showing up? What, what's happening? What, what, what was going on in that moment? And especially, uh, what was it thinking? What was it believing? I'm, I'm specifically saying it because it's not you actively thinking or believing something. You're doing your, your thing. You're working. All of a sudden, this idea comes flying in, almost like you're a radio state, uh, like a radio, and this radio waves are flying by, and all of a sudden, you're, you're catching it, and it says... Um, oh, they, they probably won't believe you in front of like the next presentation. Maybe some change is happening in your company, restructuring, blah, blah, whatever's going on. Oh my God, they're going to gonna hate me. Oh, like just something comes up. You don't actively think that. It's not, let me sit down and think everybody's going to hate me. No, it just happens. It is thinking. It is believing this stuff. And that's that's really interesting to pay attention to. And we, we are able to dig a little bit deeper and uncover something that I like to call... Um, um, like the house of our reality. And um, it's okay if I so can continue with this, this, this image here. Like yeah, please, please. Yeah, so, so it's sort of like we all live in our own house, right? You, Josh, lives in a completely different house than I live, not physically. You live in Orlando. I live in, in Mallorca, Spain. But the, how you see the world is entirely different. And oh, I have no idea yeah. You and I can look at the exact same thing, and I'm going to filter it a whole lot differently. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you, you, you think... Um, Life has different rules, and I think life is the rules that are, that are, that life has. Um, funny example: I, I teach at four different universities, just so that because I enjoy working with younger people. And yesterday, uh, I was speaking with people from probably thirteen different countries or so within this this business program. And I asked them, please type in the chat box, um, "What is breakfast?" Like, if I come to your house, what would I have for breakfast? And everything, right? From Americans typing, "Oh, bacon and eggs" or something. Uh, Germans typing, oh no, rye bread and cheese. Uh, the French typing croissant and uh, like coffee. And um, everybody was typing something different. Said, like, okay, who's right? Like, 
I still don't know what breakfast is. If, if I'm not from this world, I want to visit world. I want to have breakfast. I have no idea what it is. You're all saying different things. And that's how it is with everything in life. It's just all programmed by culture, by education, by wherever we grow up, right? In the US, in, in Spain, or in Germany. Um, and that's how it is with, with everything in life. How does success function? Um, how, how do relationships work? What is expected of a man? What is expected of a woman? Totally different in each culture. And oh, those, yeah. are, those are not true. We may be living by them um, and we accept them as given, uh, but they're not absolute truths. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's fun to, to uncover those. It's fun to play with those, question those, and essentially re rebuild your own house or just sort of notice, oh, this load bang wall, it's amazing. I want to keep this. Right? It really works for me. This doesn't work for me. It has turned against me. I want to switch it around. Boom. <laughs> it's, it's not like done in a second, but ideally at the end of the day, you have like a different house you live in and the houses you feel amazing at that you feel at peace in. Yeah. One thing I'm going to ask you about that, Jan, you had yeah. shared on your social media that uh, really interesting. I love it, by the way, when, when uh, we can dispel myths uh, that we all think is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and one that you just shared, I, and you had a really nice post with it. I have to compliment you for it. Um, is, is we've all heard the story. If you throw a frog into hot water, <laughs> it'll jump out. But if you slowly increase the temperature of the water, the frog will notice and eventually die. So mm -hmm. comparing you to a frog, you will not notice when things slowly change for the worse in your life at home and your workplace. While this may be true for humans, Frogs aren't that aware. Dr. Zug, former curator of the National Museum of National History in Maryland and expert on amphibians, says this. Well, that's, may I say, bullshit, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> if a frog had a means of getting out, it certainly would get out. So, Jan, what what can we what can humans learn from uh, frogs? Yeah. So, so if a frog can jump out, we most certainly can, right? And um, I'm I'm shocked that they actually did experiments on this, right? So the myth yeah, came up. I know. Like, okay. Well, like, I don't know where frogs like frog legs come from. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. yeah, boiling them alive, not not certain. It doesn't seem ethical. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So let's why why don't we just slowly heat it up? Um <laughs> and <laughs> publish a paper about it. Yeah, I think it really is all about awareness, but we we um, just it's everyday life, right? We, we get numb to it. It becomes mm. just, oh that's what it is. And uh, just Yesterday morning, actually, I, I spoke with um, with the owner of a company, very successful company. He's owned it for 20 years. Um, and uh, he says, oh, my God, just in this conversation, I'm realizing I haven't really thought about those things in, in probably five years. I've just continued working on a business. It's going great. I continued enjoying the best restaurants, the best hotels. Um, yeah, I've, I've never asked myself, is there a bigger purpose to my life? Is there like a legacy I want to leave apart from the business? Um, and because it was everyday life, it was just normal. We, we don't ask ourselves those things. And I find it, um, find it really helpful to just sort of pause everyday life in, in that sense and look on what we're doing, how we're living from the outside every one and again, every once in a while. And yeah, ask those questions. Uh, travel, by the way, is an amazing thing, right? Travel gets you out of, out of your daily routines and, um, you start to question what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So Jan, um, who is a perfect client for you? Perfect client is somebody who's, uh, who would say, okay, I'm, I'm a high achiever. I'm really successful at what I'm doing. I'm, I don't need to learn anything about how to do my business. Um, I'm not looking for somebody who helps me there. Uh, but I do notice there must be more to life 
I really want to achieve a greater level of fulfillment, not those happiness spikes that we can buy, right? But the other thing, the fulfillment, the really like the good feeling. And um, that's the people I really love working with. And by the way, when I add to this, um, if we have the time, um, what I just mentioned, I think I think it's really interesting distinguishing between happiness and the fulfillment bit. To me, um, fulfillment is not a continuation of happiness. It's not like, oh, I need to become happy, 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 happy. And at some point I achieve this really, really good fulfillment feeling. It's to me, those are two different um, units of measurement. It's like meters and like pounds and yards. It's like, it's nothing to do with each other. You cannot have add more yards and all of a sudden end up at pounds. No, it's two totally different ball games. You can buy happiness. You can buy a dopamine spikes. It's not, not that difficult. You don't need, you need money for that. You can just <laughs> I don't know, do stuff that releases sort of like happy hormones. Um, but that other thing is it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah, and fantastic. I, I feel yes. This is what we, what we all actually seek. Yeah. So your website, janbroders.com is B-R-O-D-E-R-S.com. When yes. someone goes there, what, what should they, how do they engage with you? Um, and there's a couple of buttons. There's, if somebody uses a WhatsApp messenger, there's a button on there. You click the symbol, it leads you straight to messenger, to WhatsApp messenger or the, the contact form and best way to, to shoot a message there. And I always, the first thing we do is just have a conversation and, and get to know each other and speak about uh, life and, and what, what's going on. And then we'll see, um, take it from there. Uh, we do actually uh, something that's, um, if I may, may mention that, something we've started doing a lot more because group things aren't really possible so much at the moment or still like no restrictions and all but what we do is also a lot of in-person stuff here on the island of Mallorca if somebody wants to come for a couple of days or three days and really sort of get out of the daily thing and look at a certain topic look at the vision for, for their life or how they want to sort of live the next phase of their life maybe it's, it's a great thing to do here on the island of course yeah. All right. Jan Broders, again, your website, janbroders.com. Uh, you are the executive life coach to the stars, <laughs> as we say, are, are certainly top tier executives and business leaders. So uh, again, uh, janbroders.com. Jan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. All the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.